Welcome to Every Part, a division of Sharing Bread Ministries, highlighting different parts of the body of Christ in work, culture, and personality. Hosted by Kaylee Yo and me, Betsy Eldridge. I so enjoy talking to Andrew. He had such a knowledge of the Lord and the Bible and is fleshing it out, and it was so great to learn from. Interestingly enough, his um, upbringing was that his parents were in full-time ministry of helping people who've had a rough path, and he grew up in that and then sort of drifted away in his teen years and then came back full force um, and just has never looked back and has gotten deeper and deeper in his relationship with Christ, and um, you're going to really want to take a listen to what that looks like. So yeah, so just um, I would say like say 2017 was really a year of like say just um, really giving everything, turning it over to things to the Lord, mm-hmm. coming back to the Lord, just uh, um, starting I would say uh, afresh. We could say that going all in yeah. mm-hmm. on that, and so it was just a, it was a kind of a big year of change for myself. So I was graduating, I was starting a new job, but I was also as well getting a lot more connected to the church where I was going to yeah. as well and starting to serve in that and just as well, even uh, starting back, hearing from the Lord, uh, mm-hmm. trying to let's say do daily devotionals, trying to get in this flow of that. That was a little bit of a challenge there for a little bit, <laughs> having been out of it or actually not really done it at all for quite a long time. Did you grow up in a Christian home? I did. Okay. I did, yes. But um, like I said, but before, like I said, I'd say 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. uh, there's just some things. Again, just I would say that I was not, uh, was not being faithful okay. uh, to my uh, my background, the way I grew up, mm-hmm. and I'd made some poor decisions along that line. So there's a, a good quote, of course, at, at Church of the Highlands that, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you my future kind of mm-hmm. thing. So some of that mm-hmm. had happened. Yeah. But some of my friends also re- really reflected just my own personal decisions that I had made, yeah. some poor personal decisions, some choices that I had made to things that I wasn't actually believing in. Mm-hmm. And so that's what led me, anyways, to uh, to leave the church for a while. Okay. And so uh, kind of you could say that uh, the prodigal son story. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it in your heart that made you, like, where was your turning point to, that made you, like, come back to the Lord and turn yeah. your heart? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I'd say a lot of it was my family's influence. They were mm-hmm. really praying for me, and they were really – Seeking the Lord on my behalf. Again, I didn't know. I found out this years later that mm-hmm. oh, my brother wow. actually, he has shared that one time that the Lord, he really felt that the Lord had shared with him that um, I, I was going to be coming back to basically coming back to him. There was going to be a big turning point in my life. This was like apparently a couple of years before it ever happened. Wow. He told me this years later. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, man. All right. There <laughs> we go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't it nice to know that he was praying for you? I know. It was nice. Like, I it, know. That's yes. What... Like the people interceding for you. To... Definitely. That's huge. But something, too, that encouraged me as well as my, my sister, Anna, that she was um, she has a nursing degree, and mm-hmm. she was doing that for quite a while. She had a really good job, but she really wanted to pursue the Lord in a more full way, mm-hmm. and she actually stepped away from her job to go into an internship, so completely walked away from oh, her wow. job and what she was doing for a time. Of course, uh-huh. she went back and later got a different job, but yeah, just stepped away and then to really pursue the Lord in this kind of internship. And it was at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Wow. And 
Just th- that really, Alex, that really spoke to me. It really challenged me. Again, yeah. this was a, this was more of a challenge. The 2017 that okay, this is something that you really have to go all in on. Yeah, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You have to go all in on. Right. And that, and just through, you know, I've been through different, different. I would say different services. I think the Lord was working. I would. I don't know. I can't particularly pinpoint it to one particular area, but I know that the Lord was working. In my life, mm-hmm. and like I say, he was having people behind the scenes pray right. for me. Yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of like I would describe it as there was, you know, there were seeds there, mm-hmm. but they were just, you know, they hadn't received any water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like, you know, I guess it may be like the uh, the Death Valley analogy of where, you know, Death Valley is completely bare and dry. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's just nothing there, but after a good rain, it just. You know, springs back to life. Yeah, so. I like that. <laughs> I like that too. Thank you. So you have um, two siblings? Uh, four. Oh no, it's not oh. four. I'm sorry, three. Well, yes. I'm, I'm one oh, you're of one of four. Yeah, yes, nice. Where do you fall in the lineup? So I've got um, so two older brothers, and then it's me, and then it's my younger sister. Okay. Wow. And then uh, awesome. two parents, of course. Yes. Awesome. And do all, are all of your siblings believers? Yes, all of them are yeah strong believers in the Lord. They really love Him and and actively pursuing Him too as well. Right, so that's yeah. another thing as well. So my oldest brother, he just recently got married, and so we're really proud of him. Uh, to my sister in law Allison, mm-hmm. and also I've got my brother Stephen, and right now he's in a ministry school, okay. which is awesome. Just sort of really pursuing the Lord in that, and then. My youngest uh, sibling is Anna, mm-hmm. and she's out in Kansas City as well. So she's okay. out there uh, just uh, following the Lord and, and uh, doing things for him. Nice. That's awesome. Wow, your parents must have given some deep roots. Right, there mean, is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you want to do missions? Like, would you like to do something like that? I think maybe one day I would. Mm-hmm. One day I would like mm-hmm. to do something uh, mission-based. Again, just seeing the um, how much it's benefited other you know, men, especially mm-hmm. on the men, I would say on the men's side of it. Mm-hmm. And so even now, just uh, to see what I could do as well, just to, you know, help encourage men in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that kind of gave rise to just kind of thinking about, I was involved in a uh, a guy's group here at Church of the Highlands. Mm-hmm. And then that, that was thought, well, um, I was actually challenged by my friend, Tyler Buckner, he was the leader, uh-huh. and just how Pastor Chris, again, our pastor, uh, talks about, you know, what's your next step look mm-hmm. like? Right. What is that next step of yeah. growth look like? And so uh, moving here, I felt like the Lord had wanted me to move to Birmingham, Alabama. I wasn't quite sure all the reasons, but there in the summer, uh, this was last summer, Tyler was talking to me about, you know, what about co-leading a group as that next step you know, just to, you know, encourage, you know, yeah. grow in the Lord, but encourage right. other men. And so we started talking about it. And yeah, and then uh, that, so that's, it was, that's how I got into uh, co-leading a group wow. with Church of the Highlands. Yeah. Well, guys group specifically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell me what Pastor Chris says again. What is your next? Step? Yeah. What is your, like, what's your next step of growth? That's kind of what mm-hmm. he's, he's encouraging. And he's, he's encouraged, of course, I, I feel like this has been several times. It's not just a one-time thing. Yeah. but. Encourages the members through, you know, what is, what's the next way? Where's the next thing that the Lord wants you at? You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to stagnate. No. If that makes sense. Right? Yes. And it's soaking sour. I mean, exactly. yeah, so many times we get fed and fed and fed mm-hmm. and we forget we have to pour out. And like, right. we're called 
from something to something. And mm. and sometimes that can seem daunting, but just to say, mm. take the one next step. Let's look what is practically in front of you. And exactly. like your friend said, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. let's co-lead. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know. Right, That's right. Awesome. Right. And, and too, as a leader as well, you know, it kind of uh, it puts more um, emphasis on as well, you know, you're going to have to learn more too. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm yeah. always learning as well. So yeah. I'm not just a as much as a leader as I am a follower as well. So yeah. Yeah. we're all following the Lord. So mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Are you all studying anything particular or it's it? Well, so this past semester, mm-hmm. this would be the spring semester, we just mm-hmm. actually finished up last week, and we were looking at a new man each week in the Bible. Oh, so, wow. so, I love yeah, that. So, so beforehand, we actually, one of the, the first group that I helped lead was last semester. It was the fall mm-hmm. of 2022 semester. And we looked at, we went through the book of Daniel. Mm-hmm. So we took a chapter each week. Wow. Yeah, that was yeah good. that's that was great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. You know, the first six chapters is Daniel and kind of some of the interactions that he had mm-hmm. with uh, different people, uh, more the, the different leadership of his country and how the Lord really used him to even turn Nebuchadnezzar's heart, mm-hmm. you know, around to the Lord, which is a really interesting story. But, and then the, but then, then the last six chapters is like, it is, you know, it's futuristic it's things that are, it's a little bit more symbolic, mm-hmm. kind of, it reminds it very similar to Revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely readable, you know, it's right. there, but <laughs> the, as far as the, I guess the full interpretation is, it's, it's going to be worked out more. Yeah. Because there's just, again, some, right. symb- some Sim- symbolic things, yeah. imagery and stuff like that, that's a little bit more, well, I mean, it's similar to Revelation. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so the, but this semester, going back to your question, yeah, we looked at a guy, uh, a new man each week in the Bible. So we covered different men and some men, you know, I wouldn't say there wasn't a man without flaws. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just one. This is great. But so we looked at, we looked at Adam, you know, we yeah. started off him the very first week and we looked at, you know, just some of his, you know, failures, but some as well, the, uh, the story of creation again, but also, you know, Adam kind of. What happened with Adam, uh, how he, you know, he, he dropped the ball, lots of things we could say for sure. And, uh, but also how we could, you know, not, essentially not do that. And we kind of also mm-hmm. compared and contrasted to Christ as well, mm-hmm. as well, and just kind of what, you know, what Christ did. And so we had, you know, we've got Adam over here, you know, he's in a garden. Mm-hmm. And we, but we also, when Christ, right before he goes to the cross, he's in a garden as well. So, you know, he's reconciling man, you know, back to that tree of life. Of course, it even talks about, you know, the the, the writers of the Gospels talk about how he hung on a tree, you know, that, mm-hmm. that symbolism mm-hmm. yeah. of the Lord, you know, restoring our way back to him. Hmm. And so I've kind of often heard that, you know, that I guess just the world in general is trying to get back to the Garden of Eden. They're trying to get back to that state of yeah. life. But, you know, as Christians, we're wanting to get back to the cross. We're wanting to get mm-hmm. back to Christ. We're not trying to get back to, like, a utopian, perfect society. Right. So we, there's a little bit different views, you know, worldviews when it comes to uh, yes. that. But yeah, we, what oh, do you ahead. mean by that? What do you mean mm-hmm. by, like, getting back to the cross? Will you go back? Will you go a little deeper? Correct. Correct. Well, like, getting back to the cross as in, you know, we're not, try- we're not trying to chase after utopia. We can't mm-hmm. rebuild the Garden of Eden. You know, we right. can't get back the world yeah. to its perfect pre-fallen state mm-hmm. where, you know, everything mm-hmm. is in order. Uh, but we can learn about the man who, you know, well, Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. who is, who he's, he makes us, you know, like him. He gives us our righteousness. Yeah. So, again, the world will only be 
uh, whole again when he returns. So it's right. not, but again, it's not something that we can strive for. I guess right. this is what I was trying to say. No, yeah, I love okay. that. I just yeah. wanted you to go deeper. I, oh, yeah, I, sure. I love the analogy. It's great. But yeah, so we also touched on some other men as well. So we looked at Abraham, you know, mm-hmm. a man of faith, a man that interceded for a city, interceded yeah. for Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. So just kind of interesting, you know, while he was waiting on a promise, which was the, his son Isaac, you know, that he had the encounter with the Lord, stopped by his tent, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we Don't go. Mind there if I go. <laughs> he was just, you know, he kind of he was going about day to day life. There's nothing really indicates that there was anything, you know, necessarily special about that day. The Lord shows up and just comes by his tent. Yeah. And then they have this discussion where he talks about it. You know, he does confirm that he, Abraham will have a son. You know, mm-hmm. he's confirming mm-hmm. the promises there. But then he's also, you know, wanting to let Abraham know he come. He came by as well for intercession on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, Abraham, I'm sure he was very familiar with that city. And he made intercession on behalf instead of saying, well, you know, Lord, why don't you just go ahead and destroy it all? You know, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. he didn't do that instead. But he, he did, it's like, well, Lord, you know, he, he calls on the Lord's righteousness and faithfulness, the Lord's mercy, compassion. Mm-hmm. He brings out different attributes about the Lord mm-hmm. in that. And then, of course, there when they part ways, the Lord, he got him down to 10, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was incredible. I mean, but now, it, of course, it does speak to the city of Sodom and Gomorrah as well. There wasn't even 10 people no, no, there no, right. that were following the Lord. And there was actually, there was four cities total that were, you know, obliterated in that. But... But yeah, so we learned about Abraham, and then we uh, looked at other different characters, for example, Gideon, and mm-hmm. we also looked at Samson as well. So some men, you know, they had some, you know, some, kind of some big flaws, but um, in the end, that didn't hinder the Lord's plan in their life yeah. and through their yeah. life. Right. So that's encouraging. It that's is encouraging, yes, because we're all broken vessels, <laughs> exactly. and he still chooses to use us. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And that's not the end of the story. No, it's you know, not the end of the, of the story. Failures. Mm-hmm. Well, we actually we actually talked a little bit about that too. That you know, looking at especially Gideon and Samson, you know, because it looks like especially there for Samson that his you know his life the what just the way it ends. Of course, yeah, he. Um, he outstretches his arms. He pushes down these pillars, of course, killing a lot of you know his, of his enemies right. that are there and you know gloating over his you know captivity and you know they're mocking him, having a good time and everything along that line. Of course, until he collapses the whole thing. It seems that that's the kind of that's the end of his story. But actually, the end of his story is in Hebrews 11, mm, of where right. he is listed he... as a man of great faith. Yes, and yeah. so is Gideon. Yes, as well. Again, Gideon, you know, he he leads such a great victory, but then it says that, you know, he took some of the gold and he made a, I think it was like an ephod or an idol or something. And it says it was a snare mm-hmm. to, to Israel. And so he like has a really great, you know, turning point. He's turned to the Lord. Yeah. You know, he's, the Lord has built his faith up. He's seen a great victory. But then, you know, there towards the end, you know, he has, unfortunately, he, I would say maybe a backsliding a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah. that's not the end. The end is Hebrews 11, yeah. where he's right. listed as a man of great faith, which is interesting. Yes. You know, there's a lot of people in there that are just like, mm-hmm. wow, Samson's in there? Yeah. <laughs> we stu- I did the study so of that with a, um, my son's friends. And it was like when COVID happened, we were like, oh, we'll do FaceTime or whatever, Bible oh. study. And so I was just like, I'll teach through all of the men hmm. in Hebrews 11, like oh, all of these people who good. made it in that walk. Right. And it is amazing because like you would mm-hmm. think, oh, these people will be you know, perfect. Like if you, especially if you hadn't read the Bible, but like, um, you know, every mm-hmm. single one of us except Jesus in the Bible is flawed. That's and like right. it's, mm-hmm. it is, it's encouraging because you are going to make mistakes. You right. are going to fall. And that doesn't mean that your story is over. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that God's not going to use you in a mighty way. Exactly. Yeah.
Sometimes, sharing your faith can be intimidating, but genuine questions, genuine questions, can lead to gospel conversations. In Matthew, Jesus enters Caesarea Philippi and asks his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Jesus then asked, what about you? Who do you say that I am? Jesus used questions throughout scripture to uncover the heart of man concerning himself, and we can too. I love asking people, what do you think about Jesus? It helps open the conversation to share my faith that Jesus loved me so much that he saved me from my sin and shame through his life, death, and resurrection. And now I walk in the love of God with assurance that one day I will live with him. Just as Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? You can ask those you meet, what do you think about Jesus? And use this question to share your faith. To hear a complete presentation of the gospel, visit sharing-bread.com. Well, it seems like you, like when you came back, you had a a way to jump into the word. Like mm. you knew that, that God's word was what, that was the food. Right. You know, exactly. you weren't searching for milk anymore. You right. wanted real food, you know, and you obviously knew how to study it. I mean, did your, obviously your parents or your youth taught you that. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit, like how you learned how to study God's word or? Well, sure. Um, I would say just there at the, um, the early stages. And, uh, like I said, of course, this is many years ago now, but, mm-hmm. um, just really, I guess, kind of, you like to say, the uh, 2017 or so, just like to come back to the Lord, just like, I was like, well, I probably just need to read it. I'll just, I'll just yeah. see what I can do to just jump in. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember just starting off as just like, okay, I guess I'll just start with the Gospels, and I'll just read all those. That's great. And so just start. reading them from beginning to the end, I was mm-hmm. like, well, all right, I'm at the end of the book. I'll just get, I'll just read the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and so to for me, early on, it was... Um, I was just like there were there were actually there were parts that I realized I'd never read before mm-hmm. the Bible again. I was just like, oh man, this is not this is not very uh, great, uh, especially being like say you know 2017, being raised in a Christian home. You know, I'm familiar with the Bible, but there's mm-hmm. parts I haven't even read. Mm-hmm. So that was actually that yeah, was really neat to be able to go through some of those. But yeah, but yeah, begin to studying the Word, and so going through. It, you know, I would first just go book by book. Mm-hmm. And then even as well, it's just like, all right, got it in the New Testament. That's awesome. All right, well, I guess I'll go to the beginning. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> there we go. And so, yeah, just systematically trying to go through each book and just reading a book. And I was actually kind of surprised uh, there for a while that I had just uh, been able to go through them so quickly. I was like, man, I, this doesn't seem like it was very long at all. Like, yeah. read Genesis. <laughs> I was like, Starting with the New oh, Testament helps that speed. Right. <laughs> Those Old Testament books can kind of oh, go a yeah. little bit slower. <laughs> there were, I'm trying to remember, I think maybe it was the book of Numbers. There was there was a few of them in there. It was a little more, you know, there was yeah. not quite just the information. Well, it was just, you know, there's a lot of names. Yes, yes. Like Chronolo- Chronological. Yes. Well, genealogy. So, genealogy. Genealogy, that's right. Genealogy. It's genealogy. Yeah, thank you. But. Going through that, I began to just see part, there were more parts that you know definitely needed to be studied out. For example, like I'd gone through the book of James, yes. for example, gone through the whole book of James, and then I began studying 
you know, other parts, you know, reading through different things. But I was like, well, I felt like the Lord bringing me back to different chapters, like, for mm-hmm. example, in James or maybe in the book of Acts, you know, <laughs> restudy, look at the story of Cornelius, or especially in James, mm-hmm. you know, on the tongue. That was yeah. really important. But as well, also, you know, what it's meant to be, you know, um, like double-minded. The warning against, right. you know, saying that the, those that, you know, Essentially, they pray and they ask for things, but they don't believe in faith. They have doubt. They have a lot of doubt in their heart. You know yeah. that that uh, those people won't receive anything from the Lord. I was like, oh man, wow, yeah. really strong warning. Right. So there's just different parts of yeah. You know, as I went through the Word, there were just different things I would kind of keep coming back to. Mm-hmm. I feel that the Lord would keep leading me back to, for example, Matthew five, yeah. uh, the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Where you know the Lord is going over essentially the what's been called the the kingdom constitution. Mm. So you know what it means to really you know be a Christian and and how to treat your enemies too as yeah. well. You know there's yeah. not you know take up your you know fist or you know fight them or anything like that. Yeah. 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 It's actually the opposite. Right. It's kind of and that's that is it's a lot of that is the you know the kingdom of heaven. It is the opposite of how things are done. In this world, right? You know, it's um, you know, if you have an enemy, you're to pray for them, right? You know, if you have mm-hmm. someone that speaks kind of you know bad, bad of you, you are to you know you're to bless them, yeah. You know, just all sorts of and and as well, you know, even think about you know what it means to you know be in like leadership, for example, and, and leadership. Jesus style is completely opposite, serving. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's not to use your authority or your power to you know to lord it over people, but it's to actually it's to it's to serve them. Yeah, and so he. I mean, he set the example. I mean, obviously Jesus is you know, the best example, but it was yeah, just so yeah, going through different parts and and really letting the you know the Lord and His Word, you know, just different parts of being able to come back to it, yeah, and to to read through it and just uh, go over it, over it some mm-hmm. more. And so yeah, so as I was so as I was going through the Word, you know, and going through the Word and going through different books and just you know really reading them. Um, I even just think of even just now as, as I was going through the book of Samuel, you know, just really hearing his, you know, his story. How did he start off? And even just kind of the warning of, you know, being uh, against being complacent. Right. Because, you know, where Eli's mm-hmm. family, they become complacent. Mm-hmm. They'd actually become so complacent in hearing from the Lord mm-hmm. that they had, you know, they'd fallen into sin. Yeah. And, you know, even the strong warnings from Samuel, even as a child, you know, he warned Eli, it didn't do anything to him. You know, didn't he really even face him? He just said, oh, "Okay, well, you know, whatever the Lord decides to do, let it be done." You know, that, that was, oh. I know that just came right after a strong <laughs> word. I was just like, "Oh Lord!" Oh. And so, yeah, so just taking some different passages and turning them into prayers. For example, like mm-hmm. the one that I just mentioned. You know, well, first of all, Lord, I want to hear from you, like Samuel did. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I believe that's possible. And then just, Lord, don't help me not to be complacent, you know, or be, you know, like Eli or his family. Yeah. And so, you know, just, yeah, just trying to take, you know, different as they, as I would read them and go through them and, you know, turn them into prayers, you know, like I the Sermon that. on the Mount. Yes. You know, Lord, help me to be, you know, help me to be meek. Help me to hunger and thirst for you, you know, yes. something on that line. Mm-hmm. As well, uh, James, you know, help me with my tongue. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so good. <laughs> yes. And it's not just a one-time thing either, you know, the, especially on the tongue part, I don't know. Oh, yeah, else, but. taming your tongue. It's a restless <laughs> evil. I mean, it is. It's so hard. <laughs> exactly right. So just uh, continually asking the Lord for his help, mm-hmm. especially on, on all those areas. So just, yes. again, just going through it. But um, I've heard a, a pastor, he talks about, you know, pray reading the word. 
And so as we go through it, and, and I, I'm not I'm perfect at that at all. In fact, sometimes I completely forget to, like, read the Word, and then I pray. And like, mm-hmm. what did I just read? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right? So pray, reading the Word. So I've been trying to incorporate a little bit more of that in, mm-hmm. in my life. So. Yeah, that's incredible. I know. Oh, yeah. You're I know. amazing. I, like I can't know it. Like, we have so many I questions know. for you. Um, one of them would be just what is your favorite revelation that you have received from Scripture? If you have. Favorite revelation? Well, I guess it probably maybe just take the most recent one. Here are the most recent one I've been thinking about and just really um, kind of, I guess, meditating on, you know, that the Lord uh, calls me his friend. Mm. And mm. so. Now, I've got the idea, because uh, I want to have it in the right order. Here recently in our mm-hmm. guys group, uh, one of the guys, his name is Jay-Z, and he talked about you know having the order of our understanding of the Lord is really important. Oh, that yeah. first, you know, he is our, he's our king, mm-hmm. and that he, you know, he makes the decisions. We're in his kingdom. Yeah. yeah. And also as well, he's our savior. Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. he saves us from our sins. You know, he saves us from, you know, even wrong living, but other things as well. I mean, eternity. Yeah. Eternity, but also as well, but he is our friend too. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was just kind of thinking a little bit about that. And, you know, what does it mean to be a friend of God? And mm-hmm. looking at Abraham, you know, Abraham was called a friend of God's God. Friend. Yeah. Of course, he was also called, I think, the father of faith as well, father of faith. But yeah, looking at Abraham's life, that he he was a great, he was a man of great faith. Mm-hmm. And so I think that has something to do as well that you know the Lord wants to. He surrounds Himself too mm-hmm. with people that you know believe Him, but also yeah, people that that trust Him. Mm-hmm. And so even though Abraham didn't have everything you know right. In his own life, at times, like for example, he lied several times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but there were just instances where he believed the Lord, even though it just didn't look like it was maybe. It, how could this ever happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one instance I remember is when Abraham, you know, was taken out by the Lord, and he was shown all the stars in the sky, yeah. and the Lord told him about how that's what his descendants would be like. Mm-hmm. And he said he believed the Lord. Yeah. And so even though there were some places of maybe compromise or some areas that he didn't have a full understanding of, of the Lord, or even, you know, he was afraid. Right. And a lot of that, you know, even I just think about, you know, the times that he did lie about his marriage to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> he was afraid. So there were, you know, there was some fear and there were some other things going on in his own life that mm-hmm. maybe just hadn't, he didn't know about or hadn't been, you know, revealed to him yet. But, that still didn't keep him from having great faith right. in the Lord. Right. And so I was thinking, okay, so this is uh, applicable to myself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and his belief was accredited to him as righteousness. Correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, so it wasn't and, just faith. It was righteousness. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, that in James, well, again, that's where it says it was accredited mm-hmm. to him as righteousness, mm-hmm. and he was called God's friend. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like believing in God is such a huge part um, but of the spiritual walk. Correct, correct. And uh, also as well, you know, but um, I think, too, there's a kind of just in my own life as well, I've been here recently trying to keep a, um, you know, a good healthy balance between, you know, knowing it talks about the fear of the Lord mm-hmm. and you kind of really understanding you know, who the Lord is. Yeah. And, you know, he is uncreated. We are created. Right. And but also as well. So. Keep it so between the fear of the Lord and also I am his friend too. Right. You know, I'm his friend that I'm just not, you know, like a, you know, like a, you know, someone that can't go see him, for example. Right. Well, not only that, I'm a son too as well, yeah. just yeah. Of being a Christian and being born again. So, so yeah, just looking at those uh, different aspects and just asking uh, for his help too, actually praying about it, you know, yeah. asking the Lord for his help to, how do I, you know, how do I understand this? How do I... You know, be your friend. How do I, you know, look at this, you know, friendship relationship, but not also slip into, 
well, you know, oh, I can do that. That's okay. You know, the Lord forgives me. I'm his friend, you right. know, kind of thing. Right. right. It gets too comfortable, right. casual, right. Huh, you know, right. loose. Right. When he is king, he is creator. Right. He's never been in right. we are created. I love right. how you said that. Right. So it's king, savior, savior friend. friend. Right. Yeah. So, in that order. In that I love order. that right. order. Yes. Yeah, yes. Well, like you said, right, and, and so not not wanting to be slipping into that being you know too casual, right? Because they, they, that can be that can lead to a lot of you know very negative things. Yeah. And I just even think of a story of recently I was looking at uh, one of John Bevere's books, and uh, it talks about on the fear of the Lord, and he gave it. Of course, he gave an example of a minister that he went to go see in prison, and that. Um, because this, this minister had gotten a hold of one of his books mm-hmm. and was just really wanted to talk to him more. And so John Bevere, I don't remember the name of the minister, but he went and he was he was sharing with him. And John Bevere had this mind, okay, he's in prison. You know, mm-hmm. he stopped loving the Lord. He stopped loving Jesus. You yeah. know, that's why, you know, maybe uh, some people call it backsliding or mm-hmm. some people would say, you know, maybe he never was in faith at all. You know, that's why he's in jail. You know, he's yeah. in jail. He's Clearly, you know, he committed sin. So he went and he asked him, I think one of the first questions he asked him, you know, when did you stop loving Jesus? And the pastor said, well, I never stopped loving Jesus. He's like, no, I, I loved him, but I didn't fear him. I didn't have any respect mm-hmm. of who he was. And so when I was doing these yeah. things, these wrong things that he got convicted for, uh, which I think it was something along the line of like embezzlement or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. he, he said because he didn't have that proper healthy understanding mm-hmm. of who the Lord was that – you know, if the Lord is your friend, well, if you know if you make some poor decisions, they're they're just that they're poor decisions. Right. You know, how do your your friends don't really give you a lot of you know kind of input on how you run businesses or your mm-hmm. church or ministry or everything along that line versus how you know we should really see the Lord both as like I say you know Creator but also as well as our King that He really prioritizes righteousness and righteous living. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason why it's all over the the Bible. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Exactly. Like, it is important to fear the Lord. I mean, because mm-hmm. that's how – that gets our heart in the correct position to worship. Correct. Right. And to receive and to obey and all of the things. I couldn't have said it better. That's good. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> it was God. It wasn't me. If it was anything said right, it's not me. That's I say good. everything wrong. <laughs> I have loved hearing how much you know your word. Oh, my gosh. I know. I could just keep going. Tell me how old you are. So I am 31. Wow. Yeah, 31. Yeah. That's great. Thanks to babe. Yeah, no. Well, it's just encouraging Uh, because you're just, you you so know God's word. mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's like you've been seeped in it. Like, it's like, you just, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's it's just a very rich conversation. I mean, it's awesome. The reason we call this podcast Every Part is because the Bible says that we are all part of God's body. And that's so important to remember. And it's so fun for me to get to hear different people's parts in the body of Christ. And this is what the Bible says about it. Now, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cease to be a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. 
I recently I had back in February had an opportunity to go to the uh, the Asbury Revival. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was it awesome? It was. It was really nice. awesome. So going to the Asbury Revival up there in Kentucky uh, with uh, with Tate and. Um, you went also, with Tate? I did, I did. Well, Tate That's went awesome. with me. No, okay, okay. <laughs> no, Excuse me. No, 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 no. So no, fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was a lot. Of, yeah, it was really great, but it was really encouraging because, you know, I think just looking at, you know, our, you know, the, the, the news or what's going on, even yeah. day-to-day lives, our cities, you know, it can become discouraging just seeing the overwhelming, you know, voices of, I would say, um, the voices that get louder that yes. oppose, you know, different, you know, moralities or God or yes. you know, different things in our country that are, you know, they're really magnifying things that are wrong. Yes. You know, and even that has other effects on other cities like crime and, you know, other things, things just going up. But yeah. so it can be discouraging kind of seeing what's going on, but it was encouraging going there and seeing just the number of people that showed up mm-hmm. to a small university in, in Kentucky mm-hmm. because, again, because they heard Revival was there. Right. And so people were like, you know, maybe I'm familiar with Revival, maybe I'm not, yeah. but you see what's going on. Yeah, but I'm hungry. And, I'm hungry. And, right, th- and right. I don't like this. I don't, exactly. th- this is not satisfying. Yeah. I think, like I said, we were able to get in. We went on a Saturday, and I felt like it was the following Sunday they had to close off the town because the number of people was coming. I think it was over 20,000 people tried to come. And the, the auditorium itself only sat uh, roughly about 1,500, just a little less than 1,500. Oh, yeah. So just hearing that is encouraging that, you know, people are hungry right. for, you know, for the Lord. They're hungry for, you know, for as well. A lot of that was prayer, centered around mm-hmm. prayer. And praying for one another, and had an opportunity to actually uh, pray for several people that were there. Actually, uh, a lot of people that were there, just as we were meeting each other and mm-hmm. like they encouraging each other in the Lord. So yeah, I've just been uh, here recently, trying to again not just let that you know stay there. Mm-hmm. So, right. You know, been to a lot of events. You know, like a conference. You go to a conference, and it's really good. It's encouraging. Yeah. And then you go back, and it's like, okay, I'm back to normal back day to life. Normal. Yeah, back it's like normal this emotional life. high, but right, right. nothing really changed. Nothing really changed, right. exactly. Right, go back to life as normal. And so that's even, that's another thing, too, that just as I was going back through, um, I'd say maybe 2017, 16, looking at, you know, one of the, what is one of the things that I would do, and that, that was one of them, you know, mm-hmm. go to like a youth camp or, you uh-huh. know, go to something, a really big conference, and then come home and it's like, okay, how did this actually affect yeah. how I did day-to-day life? Right. And so coming back from Asbury, how do I make sure that this doesn't happen again? Yeah. And so even just trying to take small steps mm-hmm. of evangelism, I would say, just to, again, as the Lord leads, for example, as I uh, go about my day-to-day life, maybe at the gas pump, I've had opportunity to go over and talk to uh, some men before as well, uh, talk to them, just like, hey, I just felt like I was supposed to you know, ask if you need prayer for anything today. And, and sometimes wow. people really share, like, so they're really, really? going through something. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Or maybe even just, um, again, there was uh, last week, uh, went into Aldi's, and I just felt like I was supposed to ask this one guy if he needed prayer for anything. And I did. I went up to him. I was like, hey, you know, I know this sounds a little different, but I just felt like I was supposed to ask if you need prayer for anything. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Well, that's the thing. He was actually he was going through a situation with uh, his daughter. So yeah. he said he had a very specific situation that apparently had just popped up maybe within the last day or so, and he, he really wanted prayer. Yeah. And so he was just he was he's very thankful for that. And yeah. Had an opportunity to as well talk to another guy before him 
that I just said, yeah, you know, I just feel like you need to, uh, supposed to ask if you need prayer for anything. And he said, you know what, I've been, I've been, you know, looking into prayer and religion and stuff like that. This is what yeah. he was talking about since his uh, son was born. Hmm. He was trying to hmm. reevaluate some things himself. So just uh, seems like as he was starting that journey, the Lord sent confirmation, which ended me. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know? that's so cool. <laughs> so that, that is awesome. Yeah. So well, they, so, oh, go, okay. oh, sorry. Ed. No, I was just, you go. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, Donna Evans, a friend that we've hmm. interviewed before, she always says, get your gifts ready, and then God right. will use you. Exactly. You have gotten mm-hmm. your gifts ready. Right. You are seeped in this word, and then you're going out, not in your own strength, in right. God's power with his word behind you. And it is just so exciting. It, you know, it, 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 it is. Like I say, sometimes it's challenging at first. Oh, right, right there you are. I'm sure it's I have to get past that first person. Right, there we go. Listen, <laughs> I didn't have, I'm not having you do it. <laughs> yeah, usually that first person just like, okay, if I can get past Past the first person, yeah. I can start talking to yeah. them. But again, yeah, but I I've seen some definitely uh, benefits and fruit from that. Yes. Again, it just seems like it really blesses yes. some people too as well. And yeah, just so just trying to like say not um, what I experienced there in Asbury again is they were really centered around prayer. There were a lot mm-hmm. of times during the service that they had different group prayers mm-hmm. or they had a lot of you know uh, corporal prayers mm-hmm. instead of praying in small groups. Maybe there in your section they did corporal prayers. And as they were doing corporal prayers too, that was something that was even encouraging too, as well as people weren't, you know, just you know, very silent praying. Now that, there's a there's a time and place for that for right. sure, but it was just like the whole auditorium just suddenly, like almost like in one voice, just was lifted up, and people yeah. just began praying, you know, and really actively, you know, asking for the Lord to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was encouraging as yeah. well, mm-hmm. just hearing, you know, just so many people just praying together, yes. you know, for our nation as mm-hmm. well. Which of course we're at a time I really feel like that. You know, that the Lord, um, just asking for his intervention. We need the Lord's intervention. Oh, yes. Especially looking back on times past where there's been, you know, really visits by the Lord mm-hmm. in our nation, uh, the great revivals. Um, I think of like the Great Awakening. Yeah. Uh, there's the Great Awakening too. There was uh, just uh, the, the Jesus, Jesus Re- movement, yeah. right, the Jesus Revolution, right, yeah. exactly. Just times where the Lord came in and even though you know, the culture was so far away from him, mm-hmm. that didn't maybe didn't even want anything to do with him, but very much mm-hmm. like our own culture, mm-hmm. but the Lord still came in and he used people. Like, for example, you mentioned the Jesus Revolution, but yeah. he used people like Lonnie Frisbee, for example, mm-hmm. to like the most unexpected, you know, kind of person. I mean, well, I guess to man's standards, right. but not to God's standards. Right. You know, God's mm-hmm. standards, he was the right person. He mm-hmm. was the right person, and so was um, the pastor as well that opened up. I think it was uh, Calvary. Glory. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Greg Glory. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, yeah, just, uh, just really awesome. But yeah, just so praying for our nation. That the Lord brings, you know, does that again? Yes. You know, because again, we we can read about revivals of times past, which I have, and mm-hmm. they've really greatly encouraged me. Yeah. They've greatly encouraged me. Even I just even think, think about Azusa Street. You know, that was even a time uh, then where the Lord, you know, did some really awesome things out there in California. But not just reading about it. I, I just I, because you know then. Uh, I think of Gideon when I studied Gideon and read about Gideon that, you know, when the Lord came in and they were at a really distressing place in their nation. Yeah. You know, their nation at that point was under judgment. There was a lot of people, you know, there was the, yeah, there was, they were under judgment. There was a lot of people that didn't have uh, a lot of fear going mm-hmm. on. They didn't have very much. She said some of them, they lived in the, you know, the caves they lived in. Yeah. You know, basically they just, they didn't have a lot of stuff. And when the angel of the Lord came and talked to Gideon, he said, okay, all right, here's the solution. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing he did is he recounted all the things that the Lord had done, but he said they were not seeing them anymore. 
Yeah. Why is that? So I don't, you know, I don't want to fall in that place. I'm very mm-hmm. thankful. I'm thankful for what the Lord has done in our nation, mm-hmm. right. that the United States, that the Lord has done great spiritual renewals and awakenings. Mm-hmm. You know, things that have changed the course of history. But I'm believing for that it will happen again. Yeah. It will be something we just read yeah. about. But I just want it to be something as well to experience, to, yes. to, to walk through. Get to be a part of Get it. Get to be a part of it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. It would be so cool. Exactly. And you've put yourself, I mean, you've gotten, you're prepared to be a part of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. We'll do what I can. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, well and you're leading other people to, even us listening right. and everybody yeah. listening, just to spur one another on. And you've done that today for us. And I'm just so thankful that you shared just your knowledge and your love for the Lord, and we're well, thankful that you came. Thank well, you, too. Thank, you for, thank you for doing your part in the body of Christ. I Absolutely. mean, it is a huge part to teach these men to grow yourself up in His mm. Word. All of these things are mm. huge. I mean, and I'm just excited to see where God's going to take you and how He's going to use you in a mighty way to further His kingdom. Amen. No, absolutely. I'm, like I'm believing for that too as well. Just continue seeking the Lord. But yeah, well, it definitely does say, and I think it's in Proverbs that the you know the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Yes. And so now some of those steps are you know I, I'd like to have a few more steps, and sometimes I'm given. <laughs> sometimes too. I feel like I I'd like to have about a mile laid out, and maybe I only get about ten feet. Yeah, it's like all right, I know I'm, I think I know where I'm going. I think, <laughs> but of course that's where it comes in to you know I guess really faith and trusting in the Lord. Yeah. So that's even been something I've had to, um, you know, uh, kind of reevaluate as well. It's like, okay, faith is, you know, walking with the Lord that sometimes I don't get the full picture. You know, I don't get everything kind of laid out uh, just as quick or as fast as I'd like to. And sometimes that can be frustrating. I mean, it's frustrating Mm -hmm. to me. But but not letting that discourage me or, you know, get me sidestep away from his plans. Right. But rather, you know, just draw closer to him. Yeah. Keep drawing closer to him and keep asking uh, for more of his help. Yeah. Okay. It's his time is not our time. Right. And that's one thing that's really mm. like, you know, like when it said in um, when the time had fully come, Jesus was born. Right. And I think he works a lot of things. It's not just like as fast. I want to do things fast. I'm like, oh, we're, I'm going to read this and we're going to go and then we're going to evangelize and Right. But you know, his he's a little bit slower than I like mm-hmm. to move. <laughs> but you know, it's purposefully. You know, I've heard it said that Jesus, um, he, prepared for three years of ministry by putting in 30. He, so he prepared 30 years before going <laughs> yeah, to ministry for yeah. three. But then I remember a speaker said, sometimes we prepare for three years to try to go into ministry <laughs> for 30. Right. right. I was yeah. just like, oh, no, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, yeah, just trying to actively, you know, keep we'll keep walking with the Lord. Yeah. You know, so whenever he, you know, when he calls, when it is, uh, when it is that time for him to, you know, decide what again, whatever he wants me to do. So whether it's continuing on in my current occupation, which I really enjoy, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I enjoy that. Or if it's something different, if it's something completely different, uh, just yeah, continually uh, being and building on faith. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. being being active. In, I guess in my faith, because you know, it's easy to say that I you know have faith, but then when those faith decisions pop up, it's like, right. oh, wow, okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, time to put it into action. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. I well, really thank you appreciate for having it. Me. Yes, I appreciate yes. it. Thank I just love the way Andrew had a right view of the Lord. And he the way he put it was first the Lord is your king mm-hmm. and then he's your savior and then he can be your friend. And right. he is all that to us. But you have to get that in the right line in yes. your heart and in your mind, you know. And I think he really laid that out. Yes. Well, that story that he told about 
uh, the preacher that was in jail, and he said, when did you stop loving God? And he said, I never did, but mm-hmm. I just didn't have the, him in the right place. He was always just my friend, yes. and he wasn't. I didn't see him as king. And when you don't have the authority that you're fearing, mm-hmm. you know, because fear is the beginning of wisdom, then it it's easy to just fall away mm-hmm. and, or like sin, not stop loving, but just live in sin and think it's okay. Yes. And he, um, so I love that, that description of king, savior, then friend. Yeah, me too. So I just loved hearing how he teaches these men have to be men after God's own heart. Yeah. And they're like, you know, peers, there's, you know, and, and I just think it's so needed right now. And he's really doing his part in the body of Christ. Yes. I feel like he's all in. And I love the part where he said he would go and ask somebody if they need a prayer in a grocery store. Um, How bold and how right right we should be doing this and looking for areas to put our faith in action. And I just really could tell that he, in the quiet times, dug deep in the Lord Mm -hmm. to know Him more so that when He's out, He can just live His purpose. Yeah. I mean, the Bible was just flowing through Mm -hmm. Him. Every, Mm -hmm. I mean, He just kept taking it all back to the Bible. Yes. And that's what we're called to do. And we're called to do our part in the body of Christ. And that's where he is, and that's where God has him, and that's what he's doing. And he's looking forward to where God's going to call him in the future. And that's what we should be doing is looking for where God's calling us and moving with him because each one of us has a part in the body of Christ. So now go and do your part. 